welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa, formerly of Cultivating the Lovely, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. I feature both a fun mix of guests who I've invited, as well as some hopefully helpful and humorous solo shows centered on things I've learned in my own life, and that is what today's show is, you guys. It is a solo show in which I'm going to talk about ways that we can better organize and automate our lives this fall to truly be working for us, help us to have less decision fatigue and help free up our time so that we can be focusing on the things that we really want to in life. But before I dive into the hardcore content of this episode, I do want to mention one little call to action. I've been trying to simplify this for you guys so I'm not throwing a thousand things at you. This week in Patreon, we have been talking about adding more fun into our lives. How fun is essential for us to be getting through the really hard things. Laughter truly is the best medicine. I believe that wholeheartedly. It is healing, it is helpful, and when you can really get goofy with your people, I think not only does it build culture within your family or your friend groups or with your significant other, by giving you those shared memories and those inside jokes and those things that you can really hang on to when the going gets tough, but it's also indicative of how comfortable you are in those relationships how much you are able to let go and be yourself and be vulnerable. And I think that's a really good check for us too, to be able to see kind of how we're doing emotionally. If we are able to go there and to be really goofy and kind of get outside of our comfort zone. And I really want to encourage everyone. I laid down this challenge in Patreon this week for people to get goofy, not to be like, planning out a big party. That's not the kind of fun I'm talking about. I'm not talking about doing an eight-hour craft with your children. I am talking about finding those little moments, those spur-of-the-moment things where a song comes on the radio and you start dancing. Or maybe you make a playlist so you have it. In fact, we are creating a fun playlist in Patreon so that we have that thing to be able to turn to to just infuse some fun into a situation. It's playing that game. It's doing that dance. It's singing that song. It's cracking that joke. It's looking for those little minute-to-minute things that don't have to be thought of in advance. It's taking advantage of the opportunities as they arise to laugh and to just really let our hair down and be goofy with our friends and our family. And so I really want to encourage you guys to be taking up that challenge this week too. We need it. We need more fun. And if you do, if you take advantage of those little moments, you play a game with your kids, you do funny voices while you're reading a book, you do whatever, I want to see, I want you to share it with us. So would you tag me on Instagram, share those things, just tag at Mackenzie Coppa. I would love to be able to see what you are doing. I will reshare them to my feed. And I think it can be a really fun community builder for the Live Well Anyway ladies to be helping us get through this crazy time. So let's have a little bit more fun together this week. I will be showing all of my stuff on Instagram. I would love for you to join me over there as well. 
Okay, but now let's get down to some brass tacks of organizing and automating our lives this fall. Obviously, this episode falls into the planning category of what we have to offer here. I'm really excited coming up. We have some really fun wellness episodes, and we even have a gift guide for Christmas coming out, and a lot of fun things are coming down the pipeline. But today, we are going to dig into this idea of organizing and automating our lives. Now, there are, of course, a lot of things that I'm kind of going to go over pretty quickly that I do in my life that I think are super helpful just in general, whatever time of year it is. But then after we go through some of those ideas and we hit on them, I'm going to talk about some technology things. We're going to get pretty techie in this episode. And I know that's maybe a turnoff for some people who are either scared of it or they really like pouring into their paper planning and all of that stuff. Just hear me out. Listen to what I have been doing lately that I feel like is making a difference for our family and has just been really fun, (laughs) if I'm going to be really honest with you. But we're going to go into all the details of that. So that's kind of the order that you can expect in this episode. So first of all, the basics of planning, those things that I do all the time that I think are so important that help us to keep a clear head and help us to not get overwhelmed, a lot of it for me boils down to deciding in advance and doing in advance. I have to figure out what those things are that stress me out in the moment and then kind of cycle backwards to decide, well, how can I decide these things before I'm faced with the actual question or the actual moment when I need to take action? Some of those things are meals. You guys have talked about meals a thousand times. You know I love plan to eat. I'll be talking about that a little bit more in the techie part of this episode. But meals are one of those things that you can decide in advance so that when your kids are asking you or you get to four o'clock, you already know. You don't have to figure it out in the thick of things when life is already crazy. But then there's also that flip side of it of the doing in advance. Sometimes if you can even not do something major, but just take a little step and do it earlier in the day or the day before for whatever your meal is, maybe the step is only like I got out the Instant Pot from the garage, that's where we have to keep ours because there's not room in the kitchen, and I put it in the kitchen on the counter. Like maybe that's the only extra step I took, but it was one less thing that I had to do in the moment. And so once you figure out what you're going to do, then doing those little things helps you to feel less stressed in the actual moments, especially during that witching hour, that after school time, when we're transitioning from everybody getting done with their work or being picked up from school and going to activities when everybody's kind of like hungry and sluggish and losing their mind a little bit. That is, I think, the prime time of the day. If we can decide as many things in advance as possible for that period of the day and do as many things in advance to make that time easier, you're gonna thank yourself. So meals is the number one thing. I think another pocket of time that we are served really well by doing and deciding in advance is mornings. It's when everybody's either trying to get out the door or get on their computers for school. And so having a really clear layout of what needs to happen in our morning, sometimes even the order that it needs to happen in, that's not always the most important thing, but it can be very helpful, especially for kids who are trying to work themselves into a routine. 
and then doing things in advance. I do this with my girls' clothes. I decide at the beginning of the week generally what they're going to wear every day. Now, sometimes they've been giving me a little bit harder time about this lately, so I'm having to get them involved in the decisions a little bit more. But deciding what they're going to wear and then actually putting them into little hanging organizers so they can just grab out everything that they need for the day or actually a lot of times when I go in to wake them up in the morning, I grab their little bundle of clothes out of the hanging organizer and I shove it in their covers with them because the clothes are usually kind of chilly and so I put them in their bed with them so they can warm their clothes up before they hop up and put them on. It's just these little things that kind of take a little bit of the edges off the morning but having thought about and done those things in advance is seriously helpful for making our morning go more smoothly. I do a lot of little things like when we have the dog here, he's away at training right now, but just having his water filled the night before and his food in his dish. So all I have to do is set those two dishes on the floor It's such a small thing, but it makes a big difference. And a lot of times I think it's looking at those things that we kind of dread in the moment. But for some reason, if we are doing the same thing at the time that we don't actually have to be doing it at, it makes it feel easier and more manageable and less stressful and annoying. For me, dealing with the dog is sometimes (laughs) one of those things. And so just having that stuff filled and ready to go. So I'm not competing with him being all antsy to be eating in the morning. I've just got everything ready to go already and I can put it down on the floor and he's set. That's really helpful to me. Now, I like to make my drinks. You guys have probably seen I've done a video on YouTube about everything I drink in a day to keep me going, my protein shakes and my coffee and all of that. And I really am enjoying making my coffee right now with my French press and my Kian coffee. You guys, if you haven't seen me talking about this Kian coffee, I just... I just wanted to give a little side note. It is so clean. It's not got all the chemicals. They've got a decaf version now. It is a really, really smooth, well-done coffee that actually has a lot of health benefits. So you can go to getkeon.com slash livewell to check that out. Just a little side note thrown in there for you of my favorite coffee that I'm drinking in the morning. So I let that be part of my morning routine, that I, I let myself enjoy making my cup of coffee. But there are other pieces that I don't want to have to deal with in the morning when I am super busy and getting my protein shake ready the night before putting it in the fridge, getting my greens drink ready, having those things just good to go so I can grab them as I'm running out the door and taking people where they need to go or getting down to work is just one more thing that helps me to be less stressed in the moment. Even doing something as simple as taking my care of vitamins, the little pouch that I have out of the cupboard and putting it on the counter so that it's right there. I don't have to think about it. I just have to walk up and take it in the morning. It's such a little thing to be doing, but it can make such a difference to kind of force me to do it because otherwise I can justify like, oh, I'm just busy or I haven't thought about it or whatever and I missed the window to be taking my vitamins. Well, if I get them out the night before, they are right there and I don't forget as much and I'm just more likely to take them. So we got to think in those little incremental ways that we can make life a little bit easier. Even things as far as like what workout video am I going to do? Like which yoga video? Usually I only do like a 10 or 15 minute yoga video on the days when I actually fit it in, but deciding which one I'm going to do the night before so I have it all queued up and ready to go in the morning, it's one less thing that I have to decide 
in the actual moment and I'm more likely to then follow through with it. The same thing can be applied to when you're reading a book, already deciding what your next book is going to be so you can keep on a reading streak and keep moving forward. I think that can make a big difference. Or even thinking about some of the bigger things in our lives that we can be helping ourselves out with, like how we are going to handle sicknesses when they come. Everybody is hyper aware of this right now because we're all trying to keep ourselves healthy and keep our kids healthy so they don't have to stay home from school and, you know, possibly be accused of having COVID even if they don't. So I think it's really important that we're keeping ourselves healthy, but that we also have a plan in place for how to deal with it if sickness does come. Having the supplements on hand that we want to have on hand if things are happening, if it's a stomach bug, making sure we've even maybe put together a little kit of all of the things that we need with popsicles and electrolytes and activated charcoal and maybe a couple of barf bowls like you could literally get a whole bin and put everything that everybody is going to need if sickness hits and you only pull that bin out if you absolutely need it washcloths that are just reserved for when everybody's dying (laughs) it's that kind of thing where if you've got it all together then when it actually hits you're not in a panic trying to think well what do I need and when am I going to get sick and you've already got it taken care of you have thought of everything in advance A good friend of mine actually calls this fear planning, where you kind of think through what's our worst case scenario here and what would be my plan of action if that happened so that I can be on top of it and I can already have that decided before it even happens. So when it does, I'm not caught off guard and I don't have all those decisions to make in the stressful moment. It's just helpful to be thinking through some of those kinds of things. So as you go farther into your fall, I just want you to think on the small scale and the large scale, maybe get out your pad of paper and start jotting things down about what those things are. The little things that you can be doing to decide and do in advance to make your life easier in the moment. And then even the bigger things that you can be doing, that a little bit of fear planning. What are some of our bigger worst case scenarios that I could need to deal with? Make a plan for those and then the stress is off of you. It's already decided. And if it happens, you know exactly how to deal with it. Okay, now I think this is where things are going to get fun. Well, at least they are for me. We're going to be moving into the technology portion of today's episode. But before we do that, I want to mention one of today's sponsors. They are a returning sponsor on the show. One of the companies that I really love working with, it's Ember Wave. So what the heck is Ember Wave? Well, it's the first bracelet that helps you feel colder or warmer at the press of a button. I use mine and I love mine, especially this time of year, because I always tend to run cold. And then I'm freezing while I'm doing stuff like sitting in my little studio right here talking to you guys, or when I'm having to stand out on the playground waiting for my daughter to get out of school. There are so many different scenarios that I can think of where my temperature just doesn't feel quite right. Or even at night when I end up having the opposite problem, when I have kept the house really warm throughout the day because I get so chilly, and then I go to go to bed, and I'm like, I can't sleep. It's too hot. Then I can switch over my Ember Wave and have it help me keep cool. I love that it's able to just be totally customized to what I'm dealing with in that moment to help me to feel more thermally comfortable. And Ember Lab's mission is exactly that, to bring thermal wellness to the world. They're passionate about using temperature to help every person feel better physically and emotionally because temperature really can affect our emotions. It's incredibly personal. Everyone's ideas of comfortable are unique. And I'm willing to bet that you have a situation, whether it's at work or when you're driving someplace or if you're having hot flashes, 
where you don't feel comfortable because of the temperature. In fact, most public places heat or cool spaces aiming for temperature that is comfortable for only 80% of the population, leaving many people, such as myself, normally feeling thermally underserved. And not feeling thermally comfortable can contribute to lost productivity, increased stress levels, don't need any more of those, especially in 2020, and it can be very mentally exhausting. So Ember Wave is there when you need relief the most. All you do is press to activate Ember Wave to create a cool or warming sensation on your wrist. The sensation works with your body and mind to make you more comfortable in a matter of minutes. It's based on the science of how your mind and body respond to temperature sensations. And they even have a handy little app where you can even further customize everything that the Ember Wave bracelet is able to do. Ember Wave provides comfort in unpredictable climates, relief from stress, and support for sleep, as I mentioned. So whether you are in an air-conditioned office, restaurant, airplane, after a workout, mall, in the car, Ember Wave is going to be able to help you out. And I mean, it was invented by three MIT scientists. It's legit. And it won the pitch for AARP's Innovation and Aging Award live on Good Morning America. It's also been reviewed by a number of leading publications like Wired, Fast Company, Vogue, Men's Health, and CNBC. And right now, Ember Wave is offering my listeners $50 off when you go to emberwave.com slash livewell. That's E-M-B-R wave.com slash livewell. You can get $50 off. And you guys, this would be a fantastic Christmas present for anyone in your life who deals with temperature issues. Again, that's emberwave.com slash livewell, $50 off. Okay, now let's start talking about the techie side of things, you guys. You might not know this about me, but along with being kind of a nerdy planner, I am nerdy about my life getting more technologically savvy. I know that's ridiculous. I think I maybe didn't even quite realize it until I got my car. I should, that that's sort of a lie. Because if I think back, I had the very first iPhone. I mean, I clearly remember where I was when I saw the first commercial for iPhone ever. And I knew immediately, I need to have that thing in my life. I had an iPhone before apps were even a thing. You could only have what the iPhone came with. I have loved it from day one. And then when I got my car this summer, and it's very techy, and it has CarPlay, so it actually coordinates with my phone, I realized just how bougie I feel like the inner me is (laughs) with the technology stuff. I really love when things just kind of work seamlessly and as scary as it sometimes is because we all know that our phones and our computers and our everything are listening to us all the time. I love when I get in my car and it says, it will take you six minutes to get where you're going. And you're like, I don't know how you knew where I was going, but I'm down for it. And that's that's frightening, but it's also pretty great. So I want to talk today about some of the ways that we can be using technology to simplify our lives as moms and as women. And if you're working or you're not or whatever it is, I think there are a few things that I personally have been benefiting from. Some of these I've been using for quite a while, like a number of years, and some of them are newer to me. But I have realized this is one of those areas in my life I am okay with pressing into, and I think it's really working for me, and I'm excited to see even more of the things that I learn about it. Okay, so the very first thing I'm going to talk about, this is not super techie, but it's a lifesaver for me. You've probably heard me talk about it before, is Trello. You guys, if you have not tried out Trello yet, you have to. 
it is the best way to plan your week. I'm just going to I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to say there's no other competitor currently that I have found that allows me to see my time and my projects in a visual way and laid out in a way that I can easily follow and check things off of and add in any extra information that I need. If you want more information about Trello, you can go subscribe to my newsletter and I have a Trello template board to help you get your week set up. And this is something that I do at pretty much the beginning of every single week. I sit down with my Trello board that I've already made my template for. I copy it over so I already have those things on the board that are repeating every single week that we have to do. And then I go through my days and I add in not only everything that has to be done like with the house or the layout of our day, but I have the big work tasks that I'm trying to accomplish. It's just a way for me kind of doing that thinking in advance. Again, like we were talking about, I decide in advance what I'm going to do each day. And then if it doesn't happen, if I don't get everything done each day, I can really easily move cards from one list to another so I can move them to the next day or to a day later in the week. It just helps me to stay organized and always remember what it is I need to be getting done. If I don't have a sort of list like this, I end up getting in the moment and thinking like, well, since I don't have a list, there must not actually be anything for me to do. And so I think a nap would be a good idea. (laughs) And that's not usually true. I don't usually have nothing to do. But if I haven't thought about it in advance, then I forget in the moment. So it's a way of helping me to keep on top of things and know what it is I need to be doing to be pushing the needle forward and really helping me to keep growing in my business and even keeping track of like, how do I want to connect with my kids today? I want to make that little note that I want to, you know, talk to my kid about this particular thing or maybe grab this kid a treat or make cookies for them or do like all of those little things. It's a place where I can put it all in. It doesn't have to be separate from everything else in my life. It's just this overall planner that I'm able to use for everything that I've got going on. And I'm also going to talk to you in a minute about how I then use Trello to coordinate with my Alexa to make my day even more seamless and know what I've got going on. So that's coming. That's coming. But it's a great way to even deal with projects. It's how we organize all of the planning for the podcast and all the content for Patreon and all of those kind of things. It's really great to be able to coordinate with other people so you can stay on top of things that you both want to be working on or looking at. I mean, I even use it in personal relationships. Like, hey, these were the movies that we wanted to watch or the TV shows or the restaurants that we wanted to go to. It's a really handy way to be able to keep track of things and never lose them and just have all the information in one place. So I can't say enough fantastic things about Trello. If you want me to go more in depth about Trello, I'm thinking about making some YouTube videos about it and some more tutorials and that sort of stuff. So let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa. I would love to connect with you and hear about kind of what your needs are for planning and how I might be able to help with that. So be sure you get a hold of me if you haven't already. Okay, so the next thing that I've kind of already mentioned, but I'm going to go into a little bit more in depth, is my iPhone. I know, you guys, what a generic thing to be saying. But I was very hesitant for many, many months to be upgrading to the latest software that they came out with. You know, every time I update my phone, I feel like it shoots my battery. It, you know, you never know exactly what they're sneaking in there, especially with COVID and all of that. But I decided to go ahead and bite the bullet 
and do this latest update because it was a big change to the operating system. And you guys, I gotta say I love it. It's so cool the way they allow you to organize your phone now and use the learning that your phone does about you to be able to better your life. So the first thing that I did was I reorganized all of my pages. This is something I do from time to time, but I really went through and thought about what is the best way for me to be utilizing the pages on my iPhone so that I can find what I need and have things organized into a more succinct way of being able to look at them. So I'm kind of going to walk you through what I have on each of my pages. So my very first page, I've got all of the things. Now it's a lot more limited because I have widgets. I have three widgets on my homepage, but it's a lot more limited what I could have on there. I can only fit 12 apps on my first homepage now, but that was actually a really good practice for me to think, what are the apps that I use the absolute most that I truly, truly want on that front page? Because sometimes I think I get a little bit pie in the sky, like, oh, of course, I'm going to put that really heady app on, you know, the first page of my phone because, of course, I'm going to read Shakespeare every night before bed or, you know, whatever whatever weird thing it is that I think I'm going to accomplish but I don't actually do. This really made me get honest about what I'm really using and only put those things there. So at the top, I have a smart stack that is scary but cool because it really shows you what you will possibly be using at that time of the day. So sometimes it shows me the person that I'm most likely to be texting that time of the day. Sometimes it shows me the news. Sometimes it shows me the weather. It has learned my routine and how I use my phone and it shows me what I typically need right then which is crazy and scary but actually really helpful. Then I put on the widget for photos which has also been kind of scary (laughs) and helpful because it shows me pictures from my kids when they were little, which honestly for me is sometimes kind of hard. But it allows me to kind of go back through those things, see how much our life has changed over the years and how much better it really is now and still be able to savor those moments of my little kids when they were little and I the good things that I want to remember about that time in their life because I tend to kind of block it all out. But this helps me to kind of hold on to those snippets of memories and favorite the things that I like. And then also it shows me some really horrific pictures of myself where I look downright terrible and then I can delete them, which is also fabulous. It's like a slow purging of all of the bad pictures from my phone. And I'm here for it because it's only a few a day. So it feels manageable and not like I'm trying to take on, you know, 12,000 pictures at the same time. So that has been a mix of bittersweet, but I really have liked having it on my homepage. And then another thing that I know I use all the time is my podcast app. And so I have that right on my homepage so I can quickly click over to whatever podcast that I'm currently listening to. Then from there, I filled the other three spots and I'll go ahead and take a screenshot of my phone so you can see this in the show notes. But I kind of put things into categories that I'm most likely to use. So on that front page, I have a lot of planning things with my calendar, plan to eat, Trello. I have things that I'm likely to use like Spotify or my messages, some social stuff, and then things like my clock and settings and camera and photos, things that I know I'm going to over and over and over again. 
On the next page, I have apps for my fitness. I went ahead and went with another one of those smart stacks with Suri suggestions that she thinks that I would be needing in that moment. I've got a couple of those. On the next page, I've got my screen time. So that helps me to know exactly how much I'm using my phone and what it's being devoted to every day. And I let that page be kind of like my work page. So all the different apps that I use for running my business, whether that's Patreon, Squarespace, Canva, all of those different things I have on that one made page. So it's just kind of, I know when I get there, it's all going to be about work. Then the next page, it's all about food. (laughs) It's all of the ways that I can order food in, places we can have takeout from. I got my Starbucks app there. Everything is on one page. The next one is a lot of utilities kinds of things. So I really tried to separate things out by categories so that I can easily flip to them and find them. Also, a tip that I heard years ago is don't put your most important apps or contacts at the very top of your phone because that's not what you can easily reach with your thumb. Doesn't that make so much sense when you think about it? Now, I have a pop socket on the back of my phone that's on the lower third of my phone so I can more easily and ergonomically hold it in my hand, especially when I'm doing like video or anything like that. But I want the apps that are the most important to me and that I'm using the most often to be within thumb range and kind of that lower third of the phone. So that can be really helpful when you are figuring out how to organize everything. And of course, they are adding new widgets from all sorts of different companies and apps all the time. It's kind of like when they first came out with apps and then everybody started making them. Well, now everybody is making a widget so that you can add that to your home screen. So it's probably going to be something that we are continuing to customize for ourselves over, I would say, probably the next year as we get things honed in. But you want to just keep kind of going back and looking at the widgets to see how you can make your phone work best for you and be the most automated. Now, I did turn on the sleep function on my phone. I really like that it tells me in the morning now, good morning, and this is the temperature and like all of that. And it shows that to me on my main screen. And then it also helps remind me when to go to bed. I think those have been really handy features. But I think once you get in there and you start to customize things, you can make your phone work better for you in a lot of ways. And having that screen time feature on there helps remind you how much you are actually using it. Now, in coordination with my phone for the last year, I have also had an Apple Watch. I had been hesitant for a long time to get an Apple Watch, but it ended up being one of the things that I bought with my ring money. If I'm just going to be really honest, I wanted it for a lot of the safety features that I knew if I suddenly went off the map, that someone would be able to find me because I had on my Apple Watch. But it's also been helpful in a lot of ways that I didn't expect. I mean, of course, it's got the fitness stuff to help remind me to be moving enough and breathing helps me to kind of take note of my stress. If it's telling me I need to breathe a lot, then I'm like, oh, I might not be doing very well. It also helps me to track my heart rate and that sort of thing if I feel like maybe I'm having a panic attack or responding to something with PTSD. It helps me to take like an unbiased look at how I am actually doing and how my physical health is, which I find to be really helpful. But then there's been just those little things throughout the day that I never really realized would be helpful with an Apple Watch. Now, I know a lot of people might think like, oh, you're getting all these notifications all the time and now it's on your body and so you're constantly thinking about it. I have actually found the opposite to be true. I check my phone less 
because I know I have my Apple Watch, I can easily glance down and see if it's something that I need to take care of or something that I don't. Back when I was hearing my phone ding every two seconds, I was constantly looking at it. My kids constantly felt like I was on it, but now the Apple Watch is actually much less intrusive. And because I have it set to silent, it just vibrates on my wrist. Nobody else around me is aware of all the notifications that I'm getting. Our house isn't constantly full of dings and beeps and buzzes and whatever because it's just on my wrist. And so I only have to go to my phone and actually deal with something if it is something that I saw on my wrist was something that actually needs to be dealt with, I'm not going to be looking at it every time I get an Instagram notification. You know, it's only when I actually have something that I need to go take care of, which has actually been very liberating for me. I feel like it has allowed me to be more present. And then because I have the Apple Watch that has the cellular feature with it, I have been really appreciative of when I'm caught in a spot where I normally maybe wouldn't hear the phone or I can't get to my actual physical phone very easily, but it's a call that I absolutely need to answer, like something coming in from my kid's school or dealing with health issues with someone in my family. It's on my wrist. I'm not going to miss that call. I had, you know, a very difficult call that came in about a year ago. And if I had not been wearing my watch, I don't know that I would have gotten it. And I am so, so grateful that I was able to respond immediately in the moment and I wasn't going to miss that call. When my kids are gone, I want to know that I am not going to miss a call or a message from them. And it helps both me and them to feel more comfortable that they can be connected to me. And I'm really, really grateful for that. Okay, ladies, before we get to our brand new technology thing that we have just added into our home, I'm going to take one more quick break to talk about a brand new sponsor that we have on the show that I'm really excited about. You know, I like to press into the wellness and the natural things. And that is exactly what this company allows you to do and guides you every step of the way. It's Simply Earth. Now, I have always been a big fan of essential oils for many, many years now. We use them consistently in my home, but they can be expensive. I ended up getting a lot of oils that I didn't exactly know what to do with, and it felt like there was a lot of research to try to figure it out. And I always wanted to be able to make products with them, like, you know, make the lotions and the different scent combinations and that sort of thing. But it felt like so much effort to go find all the other ingredients that I was going to need or figure out exactly how much of each thing that I needed to put into it that a lot of times they just ended up sitting there and not being super beneficial to our family. But that's where Simply Earth comes in, you guys, and I'm so excited about it. It's an essential oil recipe box. It allows me to actually get on top of using essential oils, knowing what to do with them, and it helps our family to be more toxin-free, and it helps me to connect with my kids by making some of these recipes, which is also really fun. So if you're anything like me, and you've invested in oils in the past, but maybe don't know how to use all of them or want to make the products, but don't know where to find all the stuff or have time to track down all the different ingredients, I want to suggest you try out the Simply Earth Essential Oil Recipe Box. You will gain confidence and clarity in using your essential oils to help make your home more toxin-free and create products that you can use and love. You get four pure essential oils and natural ingredients delivered to your doorstep, and then you just use the easy-to-follow recipes to make six different products with the oils and ingredients you found in the box. And you can enjoy the peace of mind that comes with using natural products that you know the ingredients of. You can feel totally confident using them with your kids. I love that about it. 
I got their October box and have been absolutely loving it. One of the things that we love the most is that it's fall y'all mix where it helped you to know exactly how many drops of the different oils to put into your diffuser to really make it smell like fall, which is my favorite thing. I love being able to do that. Plus this time of year is when my skin starts to get a little bit drier and they have really fun recipes in this box for helping to keep your hydration in or helping you to hydrate. They've got a naturally hydrating body spray, a muscle soothing roll-on. That has been so helpful lately when my back has been kind of killing me. I love this. They've got an exfoliating body polish, the best natural lotion, a foot soak, so many fun things. It's been really fun to do with my girls. I am really digging this subscription box and I can really feel confident in it because Simple Earth's essential oils are 100% pure and come from the best farms all over the world. All of Simply Earth's essential oil recipes are tried and tested by in-house certified aromatherapists and their monthly recipe box has over 2,000 five-star reviews. I also want to mention because I think this is really cool, Simply Earth gives 13% of their profits to help end human trafficking. That's a pretty big deal. You guys, these essential oils alone would cost over a hundred dollars from other companies but with the simply earth essential oil recipe box you get four pure oils six recipes and extra ingredients for only 39 dollars and when you subscribe you get a free big bonus box with even more natural goodies which was super fun i had everything that i needed to make these recipes and my daughters and i loved doing it Using essential oils to support your wellness doesn't have to be overwhelming. Have fun making your home toxin-free with Simply Earth's Essential Oil Recipe Box. Plus, get a free 80-milliliter diffuser when you subscribe using my URL, which you can go to simplyearth.com slash livewell. So go subscribe, get your free 80-milliliter diffuser, and enjoy making these recipes with your family. Go to simplyearth.com slash livewell. And then there is the newest thing that we have recently added into our life. We actually got with Amazon Prime Day just last week. So this is a very new addition, one that I had really kind of wrestled over whether I wanted to introduce this into my home. You know, you hear the horror stories about people spying on you or messing with your smart home or that sort of thing. And those are very real concerns But I also decided that the benefits for now, for what I'm thinking and how we're using it, are going to outweigh the possible risks. And that is our brand new Echo Dot centered home. Now, I'm going to try to not say the name when we are in our house and we don't want to say her name. We say the lady who shall remain nameless. Um, But it's the A-L-E-X-A, which if I kept going with that, it would be the A-L-E-X-A-N-D. Yeah, we are meant to be. Okay, I'm sorry. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch Hamilton because you've been deprived. All right. So we got one of those. We actually got them for pretty much every room because they had insane deals on Amazon on the generation three dots during Prime Day. And so we went ahead and pretty much outfitted our space on our way to making our home more smart. Now, there were a lot of reasons that I did this. I think that while there are a lot of fears of having her present in the home, she can also offer a lot of security. I can now activate a sensor when I leave the house where I say, lady who shall remain nameless, I'm leaving. And she says, okay, I will now start guarding your home. I will alert you if I hear glass broken, if I hear an alarm go off. I love that I kind of have that feature where 
somebody else is making sure my home is secure. I really like that. And one of the deals that we got, we got an Echo for free because we got a Ring doorbell, which was also discounted. That's something I've been wanting to have for a while as an added security feature. And now having those two things connected helps me to feel like I can be more aware of who is approaching my home and have proof of anyone approaching my home who maybe shouldn't be there. So I'm really, really grateful to be able to have those security features in place. We are also planning on getting more parts of the system to make our house smarter over time. I would really like to get a front door lock that is coordinated with Alexa so I can make sure at all times I know if that door is getting unlocked, who it's getting unlocked by. The lock that I have my eye on actually has special security features so that you can actually have thumbprint technology for getting into the house, which I think is pretty handy for my kids. And when I go out for a walk, I won't have to take my keys with me. I will just be able to get back into my house really easily with this lock and just keep a better eye on things. So I'm looking towards that. I would like to get a smart thermostat to help me reduce my costs for our energy savings and all of that. All of these things are able to coordinate together to make our house a little bit safer. We are working on getting more and more smart lights throughout our home. So when we get home and our echo senses that my phone has gotten back to our house, it turns on certain lights, it plays certain music, and that's kind of one of the things I want to talk about too is you can set up these routines to help make your life a little bit simpler. So you can program triggers in your dot for either saying a certain thing or arriving home or having something happen that then has a cascade of other things that happen because that thing happened. So if I say, lady who shall remain nameless, start my day, then she's going to tell me the weather. She's going to tell me how long it takes to get to my kid's school. She's going to tell me the news briefings that would be helpful for me to know first thing in the morning. I can set up all these different things that I want to have happen. She can start my coffee. She can do all these things, turn on certain lights in my house. When my alarm goes off in the morning, it also triggers my bedside lamp to start lighting up incrementally over the next five minutes until it's bright enough that I am kind of forced to get out of bed. There's little things like that that are just making my life a little bit easier. I love that I can, without even going in the bedroom tell my girl's bedroom light to turn on and start getting them sort of awake before I go in there and wake them up. I can really easily set music for them to kind of get up to also and get them pumped up for the day. On the other hand, it also I've set a reminder to tell my girls when it is time to get ready for bed at night. I love this feature because it's not coming from me. It's the lady who shall remain nameless's fault that they have to get ready for bed, not me. It's not my fault that it's 7.30 and you now definitely need to go put on your pajamas and brush your teeth. I don't care what it looks like outside or how light it is, which thankfully it's getting darker now, but you just need to go do it because she said so. So listen to her. (laughs) There's been a lot of little things like that that have kind of taken a little bit of the pressure off of me. And then when my girls get in bed, I can play stories for them that help them to fall asleep. I have one daughter who really struggles with falling asleep, but I bought the book, The Rabbit Who Wants to Fall Asleep. And every night she says, this is the most obnoxious thing. This is so dumb. It's not going to work. And every night it works. I even use this story when I'm having trouble falling asleep. And I think the same thing as her, like, there's no way this is going to work. I am not going to be able to fall asleep from this. 
but it does. You guys, I turn on this audiobook because, of course, it's an Echo, so it's connected to my Audible account. I set the story. I ask her to put on a 30-minute sleep timer, and my kids are gonzo. It is amazing. Another thing I really love that's kind of taken some of the pressure off is, you know, we live in a two-story townhome, and really those upstairs rooms, you can't really hear what's going on downstairs, which is amazing and glorious. But also when I'm calling everybody down for dinner or saying, I hope you're working on your homework or, you know, whatever it is, I felt like I was yelling upstairs all the time. But now I can issue announcements. So I can say, lady who will remain nameless, I need to make an announcement. And she'll say, what would you like to announce? And I'll say, dinner's ready. Or I sure hope you're doing your homework, son. And it will announce those things on all of the dots throughout the house. And then my kids can respond of, I'm going to be right there. Or I can tell them, hey, will you grab this thing out of my bedroom? And I don't have to scream all the time. (laughs) Of course, I could just walk up there, but you don't always have time for that. And so it has been a huge savior to not have so much chaos, I feel like, in our home, which I'm really loving. I've got other reminders set so that it tells me to make sure I leave at the right time to go get my daughter from school. Or like I was mentioning earlier, I take my Trello board at the beginning of the week and I can set reminders for certain things that I want to make sure I'm accomplishing throughout the day. Or I can even have it tell me in my morning rundown when I say start my day that it's going to tell me like the top three things that I need to accomplish that day. It's going to read off those lists to me that I have created. And that is super helpful to just kind of get my brain working I don't even have to take the effort of going and looking at my Trello board first thing in the morning. It's just going to rattle off for me what I've already put in there that I need to remember to do that day, which helps me to be more on top of my life. Another thing that I think is really handy because I've got a really amazing long-term memory, but sometimes the short-term, not so much. So I can say, lady who shall remain nameless, make a note that I put the extra key for the mailbox in this particular drawer. And then when I can't remember six months from now where the extra key for the mailbox is, I could say, lady who shall remain nameless, where did I put the key to the mailbox? And she will tell me. And that feels amazing. It's like in the moment brain dumping of not trying to keep everything in your brain all the time. A lot of times you want to put it down on paper so that you can remember it, but you don't necessarily always go back and look at it or look for it. But this makes it really easy for me to find that information again and immediately in the moment get it off of my brain so that I'm not trying to hold it. I've got enough other things that I'm trying to hold in my brain. I don't have to remember this. And so it's a way to be able to keep track of those things better. Or making shopping lists in the moment that then I can coordinate with my plan to eat so I make sure that I'm always staying on top of things. So I can just say, lady who shall remain nameless, add milk to my shopping list. And then when I go in to make my order at Safeway, which is the other automated beauty of my life right now, which I think we mentioned in last week's podcast, but I also found out that I don't even have to go do the pickup that they will deliver right to my house. And since I've got that whole list in my app for the lady who shall remain nameless, I can really quickly go through, look at that list, look at my plan to eat, add things to my shopping cart for Safeway and have them delivered to me that afternoon or evening, 
which is brilliant. I feel like all of these little hacks, especially as I'm getting them dialed in more closely to what I need for my life, putting in that little bit of effort to put those things in place, to create those routines and reminders and connections to my other technology, it is saving me so much brain space and time and helping me to be able to press into the things that really matter, the things that no one else can do in my life for my business or for my kids or for my friendships because I've got more time. When you put in that effort on the front end and you get things in place and then they just start running automatically, it's sort of magical. And so I know all of this sounds crazy and it can sound like a lot, but I just want you guys to consider what are some ways that you can be making the technology that you already have or possibly the technology that you want to get work better for you. It can streamline your life in a lot of ways if you let it. If we kind of get past that whole hang up of, oh, but my phone is listening to me. Well, guess what? It is at this point. So we might as well just press into it and use it. As long as you're not doing anything crazy, you should be okay. And I know there's a little bit of that, you know, like feeling of, oh, but it's sort of a violation. Well, be smart about it. Be smart in the way that you use it. Don't use it in any inappropriate way. If you can press into it, I just want to make the argument that we can make our lives a lot simpler, a lot more fun, even just having our dots. We've played so many more games as a family, both with trivia or there's this really fun game that I even play by myself called Song Quiz. And you can pick a decade and then it plays you little clips of all of the songs and you have to guess the name of the artist or the name of the song or both and you get points and you play with people all over the world. It is so much fun and it was one of the things that unexpectedly I didn't really even think that this was going to be a thing when I got our Echo Dots but on the weekends that I don't have my kids it helps me to feel less lonely. It's like there's someone else there and I can play these games while I'm cleaning the kitchen or making dinner or whatever and it's like there's somebody else around and I really like a trip via game, especially if I'm dominating (laughs) and it's super fun. And so, you know, I just think there are a lot of different ways that we can use this. We can press into more fun with our families. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we can have those playlists right at the drop of a hat. We don't have to set anything up. Our kids can access them. I think that the possibilities are kind of limitless here and I am definitely going to be updating you guys and hopefully doing some YouTube videos as well and show you just how much we are using technology in our home to make things a little bit more seamless and automate our life so that I can have less stress because it's 2020 and we could all use a reduction in that. Okay, you guys, I know that was a lot of talking and a lot of information, but I'm really hoping that it was helpful to you and that you're able to draw something away from it that is going to feel like maybe you can even do something small to automate your life a little bit more this fall and take some of the stress off your shoulders. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, you can find show notes for this episode by swiping up in whatever app you are using to listen to the show, or you can go to McKenzieCoppa.com. I also so greatly appreciate it when you guys hop over there and you click 
click on the sponsors and affiliates page. We are heading towards Christmas shopping season and getting all the things that we all need. And if you would do me a favor and go through those links that I have on my website, a lot of them I have discounts for all of these different amazing companies. And also it's not gonna cost you a dime more to go through any of these links. It just helps me out a little. Like when you go shop at Amazon, which you can do by going to my link and then being able to see all of the lists of things that I have curated, the, the biggest recommendations that I have for you guys on Amazon. But even if you don't buy a single one of those things, but you have gone through my link, it pushes a little bit of credit my way, but doesn't cost you any more money. And I am so, so grateful when you guys do that. Seriously appreciative. So be sure that you head to mckenziecoppa.com, see what kinds of deals and things I have on that sponsors and affiliates page and always use it to shop for Amazon. Thank you so much for listening, being a loyal listener, telling your friends about the show. I really appreciate each and every one of you. And remember, I want to see how you're having fun on Instagram. So tag me at Mackenzie Papa, and I would love to know what little things you are doing to make life more fun. Until next time, ladies, go be bold and gracious.